Welcome to the Back Row Ravens Show, where we talk all things Baltimore Ravens. From player news, rumors, and what to expect for your fantasy football team. And now, your host, Bob Miller. Hello and welcome to the Back Row Ravens show. I am your host, Bob Miller. In this show, I talk all things Baltimore Ravens. In this episode, I'm going to talk about some off-season news. I'm going to talk a little bit of off-season rumors that are floating around out there. And I'll kind of give you an idea what to expect from the Ravens team this coming season as far as production. And I'm going to give you some predictions as well. But first, I want to say thank you. Thank you for listening to the show. I hope that I can help educate the casual Ravens fan out there. But most importantly, I hope I can contribute to your fantasy team and hopefully play a small part in you bringing home a championship this season. So without further ado, let's get started on the offseason. Now, most of you know that the team added Calais Campbell and Derek Wolf to their defensive line this offseason. That's going to help tremendously with the pass rush. That's going to help open things up even more for Matthew Judon and help second-year edge rusher Jalen Ferguson as well. Now, this is just going to help improve our secondary, which many across the league already think is the best secondary in football. The Ravens retained Jimmy Smith and locked up Chuck Clark for a few more years. Chuck Clark is an up-and-coming star. Now, I don't want to touch too much. I don't want to waste too much time on the off-season signings and whatnot. I really want to get on these rumors. Now, we've all seen the pictures of Antonio Brown working out with Lamar Jackson and Hollywood Brown. Um... A lot of people out there were about 50-50 on whether to sign Antonio or not. Uh, As much as I love the guy, as much as I love the talent, I don't want him in that locker room. I think he's a little bit of a train wreck. We've all seen a lot of videos that he's been posting. We don't need that in our our locker room at all. That's not going to help the team at all. If it were me, after the draft, depending on what we landed in the draft as far as wide receiver, I'd take a look at someone like Des Bryant. Uh, Des Bryant's been posting a lot of videos for the last several weeks, actually several months, on Instagram and Twitter, showing off uh, he's in shape. He's making fresh cuts, he's catching the ball, he looks fantastic. And for the first time in his career, it looks like he's taking things a lot more seriously. Now, there has been a rumor that's been floating around today about Kenny Stills being on the block with the Houston Texans. Now listen, I may actually have some interest there. The guy has plenty of talent, just not really got the the best opportunity to produce in the offenses that he's been in. I think that he could actually flourish in this Ravens offense. And don't don't forget that it is Bill O'Brien as well. It probably wouldn't take much to get him, maybe a $10 Chick-fil-A gift card or something. Should probably get the deal done. But I really don't want to focus on that anymore. I want to talk more about what to expect from the Ravens this coming season. Now, a lot of my predictions are pre-draft predictions, so a lot of these numbers could change somewhat after the draft, and if that's the case, then I'll have a new podcast kind of coming out with those numbers. But I first wanted to focus on Lamar Jackson. Hey, listen, if you had Lamar Jackson on your team last year, congratulations, he was a league winner. And if you've someone, if you've traded him this offseason, I hope you got a bundle for him because I wouldn't trade him for hardly anything. The guy's an RB1 and a quarterback rolled into one. 
He passed for 3,127 yards last year with 36 touchdowns and only six interceptions. And he rushed for 1,206 yards with seven touchdowns last year. You, you, you can't get that out of anyone else. I don't care if it's Patrick Mahomes or anyone. You're not going to get that production from anyone else. So if you have Lamar Jackson, I'd keep a hold of him. Unless someone just gives you an, an offer you just can't refuse. Now, what I have him predicted for this season, um, yeah, I got him. I got a slight bump in in passing yards. Got him rushing for a little less. So I've got him passing for about 3,427 yards, which is about 300 more yards. Now he threw 36 touchdowns last year, and I've got him throwing 31 this year. So a slight reg- regression there. All right. I've got him throwing nine interceptions this year compared to six last year. I think he throws the ball a little bit more this year. It's going to end up with a few more picks. I've got him rushing for about 1,086 yards compared to 1,206 last year, so a little regression there, but I still have him rushing for seven touchdowns. Like I said, I wouldn't trade him for anything, but if if you're in a super flex league especially, it, it would take a bundle to get him. Now, if you're drafting this year and you're wondering where to take him, if it's a super flex league, and I'm looking at the second round all day for him. Now, if you're in a regular one-quarterback league, man, I, I don't know if I, I couldn't pass him up if he was in the fifth round. So if you have the luxury of having him or if you have the luxury of getting him this year, congratulations. I'd keep a hold of him. I wouldn't trade him for much of anything. Now I want to move on to Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram was highly productive last year, rushed for 10 touchdowns and caught five touchdowns. He had 15 total touchdowns. In PPR league, he was at the RB9. So he was an RB1, back-end RB1 last year. All right? I expect a little bit of the same this year. I I, I don't know if I have him rushing for 1,000 yards. He rushed for 1,018 yards last year. This year, I've got him rushing for 914 yards. Now, last year, he had 10 rushing touchdowns, and I expect sort of the same this year. I've got him penciled in for 10 touchdowns as well on the ground. He caught 26 passes last year for 247 yards and 5 TDs as well. This year, I've got him catching a few more passes with 32. Got him right around the same amount of yards. I've got him at 255 and 3 touchdowns in the air. Now, if you have him, he was, listen, he was an R, he finished as RB9 in PPR leagues last year. I mean, he was a back-end RB1. I don't know if I'd put him in there with the rookie class coming in, but I think he is a very, very solid RB2 this year. And if you can get him as your RB2, I think you're very, very lucky. Now, Gus Edwards, more of a handcuff. I'd probably keep him. If you can get him right at the end of the draft, just because you're a Mark Ingram owner, I, I, I would take him. Uh, Justice Hill probably wouldn't take him. It always a third down back. I don't know if he's going to produce enough to to warrant a spot on your bench. Now, as far as the wide receivers go, I've got Hollywood Brown as their number one wide receiver this year. Last year, he caught 46 passes for 584 yards and seven touchdowns. This year, I've got him 68 catches, 887 yards, and nine touchdowns. With those numbers, I think he'd make a nice wide receiver three with with real wide receiver two potential. The guy was injured last year, and I think he's only going to produce a lot more this year. And I was being a little conservative on those numbers, but keep in mind that that he and Lamar Jackson are pretty much best friends. And I think Lamar's going to force the ball to him a lot more this year, so I could see him catching up to close to about, I don't know, between 75 and 80 passes Hey, he might even top over a thousand yards and may even get into double-digit touchdowns. 
Um, like I said, I would draft him as a wide receiver three and be very, very happy with it. I think he'd make a heck of a heck of a player at, at your flex position. Now, Miles Boykin, Willie Sneed, I probably wouldn't waste any time with those guys. I don't think they're going to be fantasy relevant enough to contribute to your team this season. Now, if Baltimore does add a rookie wide receiver, um, if they go get a stud like Jerry Judy or, or get maybe a uh, I don't know if they can get C.D. Lamb, which I don't think they're going to be able to, but I think a Brandon Ayuk might be someone to stash on your bench because you never know what kind of numbers those guys can put up. A T. Higgins would be nice in that offense. He's a kind of a go-up-and-get-it type of guy, and that's what Baltimore really, really needs. They need that red zone target because uh, Mark Andrews can't catch them all, and, and teams are really going to start focusing more on Mark Andrews, which who I'm moving on to as of right now. With that being said, Mark Andrews was the tight end four last year, and I think he's got potential to be even better this coming season and for the seasons to come. Um, he had 64 catches last year for 852 yards and 10 touchdowns. This year I've got him penciled in for 75 catches and 914 yards and another 10 touchdowns. Now I'm being a little generous there as well because I, I think, you know, with, with, with the loss of Hayden Hurst, Mark Andrews is going to play a lot more snaps. And with that being the case, he could scratch a surface on 80-plus catches and maybe even go over 1,000 yards receiving and could even flirt with the idea of maybe 12 to 13 touchdowns. If that's the case, man, he might end up being the tight end two, maybe even tight end one this year. Like I said, I've got him in front of Zach Ertz right now, especially in a dynasty league. So if you're a Zach Ertz owner, I would maybe look at trading him and getting a Mark Andrews um, and maybe some other pieces from another another owner in your league. Now, if you don't have Zach, I don't know who you have, but if you can pick up Mark Andrews in, a, in your fantasy league, I'd jump all over it. I think he's only going to produce more. And like I said, I think for years to come, him and Kittle are going to be number one and number two each year. Um, I, I don't think Evan Ingram or or – Darren Waller or even a Hunter Henry are going to really, really going to compete with the, the numbers that Mark Andrews and Kittle are going to put up. So that's who I would focus on. If you can get Mark Andrews at a good deal in your league, I, I would be all about that. Now, as far as special teams go, Justin Tucker's the number one kicker out there. Draft him around early. You won't regret it. Moving on to defense and special teams. I think the Ravens' defense is going to be right there with the Steelers this year as far as being the top two fantasy-producing defenses. The Ravens added Calais Campbell. They added Derek Wolf. Like I said earlier in the episode, those two guys just get after the quarterback even more. They drastically improved their pass rush. That is going to open up even more for turnovers with the secondary and Derek Wolf is kind of sneaky. I think it's going to help out with sack production as well. Not, not, not necessarily his numbers that he puts up, but in Denver, he was real sneaky about holding that tackle to free up some room for a Von Miller to get to the quarterback. And I think that that carries over to Baltimore, and it's going to open up some things even more for a Matthew Judon to get to that QB and maybe even help out a Jalen Ferguson um, in his second year. Like I said, last year, the top five defenses were the Patriots, Steelers, Niners, Ravens, 
and Vikings. And I think the Vikings and, and Niners and definitely the Patriots take a little step back. So I really think as far as fantasy production, the Steelers and the Ravens are going to create a lot of turnovers and that's going to help you uh, in your fantasy league. So grab those defenses a little earlier than some people are comfortable with because I really believe it's going to pay off next year. So, with all that being said, that's it for today's episode. I like to keep things short and sweet because I know a lot of you have busy lives out there. You don't have time for a 45-minute or hour-long podcast. I like to get you the information as soon as I can. So, on the next episode of Back Row Ravens Show, I'm going to talk about the Ravens' upcoming draft, what our draft needs are, and what potential deals may be out there for the team to improve. So, until then, if you have any questions, feel free to hit me up on Twitter at Back Row Ravens. If you have any trade questions or trade ideas, that's what I'm here for. Any draft questions, I'll be more than happy to answer them for you. And heck, I may even answer some of them on the next episode. So, until then, this is Bob Miller. This is the Back Row Ravens show. Thank you for listening. And go Ravens.